Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, yo! <laughs> it's Ken Trail. And it's me, Matt. And welcome to another episode of K&M Radio coming at you high. Don't even matter where we're at anymore. Uh, Truth. What's happening, man? Not much. It's uh, Life's been good. Hey. I'm uh, I'm over a month and a half having quit cigarettes. Oh, shit. That's feeling good. That is uh, it amazing. Is, it's definitely nice. Don't need to get into it. Uh, it's like... It's just, it's just great. It's, uh, it's nice to have that and keep moving forward. Hey, so. but you know what? That is, that is a congratulations in order. Yeah, so congratulations. I, I will admit, it, I did think that I was going to heavily increase my intake of uh, marijuana. Ooh. Oh wait, no, we call it cannabis now. <laughs> cannabis. Um, yeah. And uh, and actually, it didn't really so much. And I think it's it's all due to the mentality that I had this time around. Mm. Um, like it's just it's just a healthier. Healthier mentality this time. Dude, but, I'll tell you right now, I see nothing wrong with anyone smoking more cannabis. Oh, no. Yeah. Not that that was going to be an issue <laughs> in any way. Although I I will say, I think I've definitely put on some poundage, though. I mean, it, it is kind of a natural, like, hunger suppressant oh as God, well. Oh, my God. And, uh, and so I've been, you know, maybe I haven't been smoking that much more weed, but I've definitely been eating more. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, and anyway, that takes me to... A very exciting thing, which is tomorrow. Oh, is Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. It's gonna be yeah. amazing. My girlfriend and I are having Thanksgiving at our place for the first time, and for the first time for both of us, we are uh, roasting a turkey. Nice. So that that is both awesome and nerve wracking. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but we're starting with a small. It's like a nine. It's like less than a 10-pound turkey. Oh, okay. So That's not bad. I think it'll be okay. It's not going to be a, a very long cook time uh-uh. like what I'm used to. You know, I mean, I grew up with three younger sisters, obviously two parents. It's like, we. It, so we always had this like huge turkey. And usually we would go to family as well. So it's yeah, like yeah. It, we would be feeding like nine, 10 people at least. So there would be like a 20-pound turkey and it would be in the oven for like eight hours. At right? least. This, it's like cook time's like that three. Three to four. Yeah. I'm like, all right, that's way more manageable. <laughs> you can so. literally start that at noon and still have good for dinner. Like, yeah. 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 Honestly. Yeah. It'll be good. I've got, I put a dry brine on it, which is something that I learned about recently. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, just like salted up, uh, yeah. sage, rosemary, thyme. Uh, I like, I sound like a chef now, but I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just following instructions. So we'll getting see hungry it thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> but how about anyway, like that's, that's the most exciting thing for me lately. I mean, I'm still working. Everything is good. Mm-hmm. Um, going to Vegas soon. I'm going to go play some golf in Vegas. Actually, that'll nice. be fun. You and I are playing in a golf we tournament are in two weeks. In uh, a little no, less than about yeah, a week a and a half. Than, yeah. Yeah. Uh, super excited about that as well. Me um, too. That's going to be really fun. Hopefully. You know, I mean, hopefully we do we do well, but no matter what, right, it's like right. uh, neither. I think neither of us are going into this expecting to win. I think we're just going to no. go and have a great time. So right, exactly. I um, I'm I'm for sure excited for the golf thing. I've actually been practicing a little bit more. Um, I right. went up to the par three to practice a little bit of a short game. Hell yeah! My putting, I have no clue what has happened. Has just disappeared. Oh. Like I literally on a par three landed on the green off the tee. And I three put it. What in the entire hell am I doing with my life? 
But you, you know what? It's something I need to practice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, and that's short game is so tough, right? I mean, right. like, long. It's it's all tough. It all. Right. You know, you see the pros do it, and it looks so easy. You're right. like, oh shit, yeah, I can definitely do that. Yeah, like, that's fine. How hard is it? You got to hit this ball in that direction. You're like, that's it. That is so hard. <laughs> that is, I don't know why it's so hard to even try to do. Because, like, I know for me too, I have a tendency to overthink, and I have to stop doing that. Yeah. I might honestly go buy like some earbuds and just have them playing the whole time I'm playing golf because it takes my mind somewhere else. Oh, instead yeah. of thinking so much about the swing and da 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 da. Because like a lot of people get all like, oh my god, you can drive a ball three hundred yards. Okay, I get that, but can you get it in the hole? Yeah. In, in the in a lot of times of strokes, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter how far you drive the bitch. It's like, can you get it in the hole? That's the yeah. question. Seriously. Um, other than that, man, just ready for Thanksgiving. Uh, we're keeping it simple. I think we're not even going to do turkey this year and just do a small little chicken. Oh, all right. Oh, um, yeah. Doing little fixings here and there. Keep it simple. Keep it positive. Watch a little bit of football. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, man. We got, I just today got a uh, one of those digital um, antennas. Oh yeah, because like we haven't had cable and I haven't had cable in years. Um, I I don't think Mallory has either. Um, but I think I'm not only sure. old people. But either got way, cable I, now. yeah. I mean, I'm like now <laughs> now with everything that's streaming and stuff. I'm just kind of like it's. I'm already paying for so much anyway. Blah 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 blah. This is not right. a commercial. Um, but did this? It was like forty dollars. Super easy setup. And right. now we have some local channels. So it's mm-hmm. like, granted, I usually work on Sundays. So like, I'm not really watching much football anyway, but right. like for tomorrow, it's like, it'll be nice because yeah. she's from the East coast. Like she wants to see the parades and like see some celebrations and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it'll be cool for like, if we wind up just like kicking it at home for new years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, then it's like, we'll be able to watch the ball drop on a local station. It's like, I know that we can find it on streaming, but it's just. It's just nice. It's nice to have that. That's dope. Um, so yeah, it was it, it was pretty exciting, and it was just it, it all happened, and then I had to like rush over here. So I was like, <laughs> I like called her on the way over here, and I was like, hey baby, uh, give it a shot. I think it was looking good, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah, know. yeah. So I haven't had to think about an antenna in so long, but that'll that'll definitely be nice in the background. So, Fuck but yeah. but man, what, uh, truthfully, like all of this is just an anticipation for Christmas. Like Thanksgiving That's is amazing. It's but, a like, setup. We're gonna start. We've already we watched Elf last night. You know, like yes! we've already started I know him. celebrating Christmas. <laughs> so, <laughs> literally one of my favorite Will Ferrell movies. Oh yeah, no, it's, like hands down, it's like so good. Top was well, definitely top three. That Step Brothers, and it's a fight between Superstar or Teledega Knights. Mm. And the only reason I'm saying it is because he did. Granted, he wasn't the main character per se in Superstar, but he did such a great job. Uh, we're we're back on movies again. See, we, we, we talked about this are. last it time. It always Look winds up this way. It anyway. doesn't matter. <laughs> so bring it, bring it in something new. Oh, guess what? We got a guest today. Yes. First eh, guest eh, in a eh, very eh, long time. Right. Bring it in season two like it's nothing. Bam, bam, <laughs> bam. Um, shit. We brought in our good buddy, Rick. Rick, say what's up to the crowd. Say hello. Hey, guys. How are you? Thanks for thanks for having me on. Dude, of Hell course. Yeah, man. We've been talking about this for so long. It's Dude. just nice that like our schedules finally aligned. I know that you kind of, I think you took off some work today in order to do this. So I appreciate that. From drastically the, seriously because um, it fits my schedule i'm working tonight so i can't even get crazy today <laughs> i'm gonna get a little buzz i mean i got we got hours Whiskey until i have to go to work so right. like, i am in no way worried um but it is so great to have you man i, I you know god we've we've all been friends for years 
Right. I've been friends with Rick longer. Yeah. Sure. You, 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 I'm jealous, but that's okay. We're here. We're here. I'm, I'm um, glad to be a guest on your show. Yeah, Dude, man. What is, Hell yeah. Like, we've been talking about this, like Matt said, at least six months. At least. But because of COVID and everything, just kind of getting kind of weird. Yeah. But thankfully, everyone here is vaccinated. Not making that a thing, but we, we feel but safer. Yeah. No, it's we great. Feel it's good. Um. Yeah, man. It's comfort. Great. We're still we're still doing our own thing and uh, smoking our own jays. Oh yeah, we're still keeping it still conscious. Like, and like I literally did a whole setup and it looks amazing. Oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, walking in here today, I was like, oh damn, Trout. Yeah, oh, the setup dude. is pretty sweet. Not playing around. So, uh, but yeah, Rick, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Um. Well, I don't know. What do you guys want? Uh, to know? Well, let's see. So, <laughs> where are you? Uh, are you from? Are you from Cali originally? No, I grew up in Chicago or in the suburbs in Chicago. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. But you've been right. out here but, for yeah, a long but I've time. I've lived in California for 20 years. Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Cool. Okay. That's great. Yeah, he's, he's, he's from Chicago. He likes no, that no, deep dish. <laughs> well, no, I mean, now it's like I've lived in California longer than I lived before when I was a kid growing up. So yeah. right. I should consider myself, you know, SoCal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm gaining on that stat as well. I've been out here for 14 years, so like, oh man, you know, uh, it's I don't know. I need to catch up. I'm only on year nine. Hey man, I mean, it's only time, <laughs> right? I mean, right. We can't uh, speed it you up. Know, more important, I've been a cannabis smoker for uh, longer than that. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, okay. now we're getting into yeah, the real so nitty gritty now. Is, yeah, this is actually the one thing that we always love to ask any of our guests is like, when, when did you? When start? did you? Do you remember like the very first time you started? When was the first time I smoked cannabis? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's still so funny, <laughs> cannabis. I'm like, oh, that's true. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, this first time I smoked cannabis was in like 1988 or 1989. I was a freshman in high school and I worked at the grocery store. Okay. Oh, okay. And I I was like 15 or 16 years old. All right. Some of the older guys that worked at the grocery store, um, you know, had a car they could drive. Um, you know, they were like, Hey, come, come over to, to the to the spot in the parking lot when you get off work we're all hanging out here just you know kicking it after work right all right cool you know i'll come over and uh so you know there's like three or four of us and uh you know that's when we're sitting in the back of this um like a ford like a, like a grand torino i don't know what oh, it was wow. like one of these yeah. older school car you know with a big back seat you know and yeah so I was, yeah sitting in the middle in the back seat and these two other guys and we were just you know puffing on this joint and so i just remember i rode my bike to work that day because my parents didn't live too far away yeah and i was riding my bike back home and and I get home and I'm out of breath, obviously, because you're riding your bike, but you're also a little bit high. You yeah. know? <laughs> They'll do it. <laughs> Go straight back to my room and be like, all right, I'm home from work. See you later. You yeah. know? Don't talk to me <laughs> at all. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Go back and figure out what's going on with my uh, oh, my so reflexes and all that. You know? Right. It's <laughs> obviously a new experience. Right. Yeah. So, there is that, that moment. Go on. Go yeah, on. Well, I was going to say, here's the question. Now, I gr- granted, it's like late 80s, right? Do you re- even remember like the name of the 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 strain that you smoked, or it was just like, "Yo, we got weed, we're smoking it." Well, and it was also in you know the Midwest, and so back then uh, it wasn't like you know it was local grown or whatever. I'm sure this came right. 
that, that cannabis came for quite quite a distance yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to us in the suburbs of Chicago. That so, you know, not, I'm not, not quite exactly going to say this is high quality, you know, right. cannabis. And so, but I mean, the first time you use it, I mean, obviously it does the thing. So, so yeah. okay, then it goes to the next question. Do you remember your experience from when you, when you did your first smoke? You said you went home. Yeah, I mean, I was pretty, I don't think I got... Um, you know, like stoned right away, but like, you know, 20, 30 minutes later, by the time I was able to go home or whatever. And then I was like sitting in my room and I was just like, Oh yeah, I'm faded. <laughs> <laughs> so what it like, do you, what did you, I mean, I, I know that we're talking about, co- keep talking about a download again. <laughs> yeah. My parents in the back room in my well, bedroom. My yeah, of course. You're like, you're sitting there going, Oh shit, man. I, like, I mean, like I was in, I was in college the first time, so I didn't have that parent dynamic. Right. And um and I'm just thinking like I would probably be tripping. Now. Right. Because he like, went home. Like, man, I feel so it's good, like but at the same time excited like, feeling, you know. Right. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because like my first time I wasn't well, I was at my cousin's college for their homecoming in Florida. And so we, we didn't have to worry about parents or anything because it was their homecoming, we were just at my cousin's apartment. So dude, I can only imagine what your brain was going through, like being at home, being high, like shit, my yeah. parents are in the other room. If they only knew. Yeah, they're in the other room watching Jeopardy or something. Oh, yeah. they were so most definitely distracted. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't like they were going to. What is cannabis? <laughs> what is high? Uh, high, high. <laughs> um, so a- anyway, I just sounded like I was high. but right. we, we ain't even smoked yet. yet. So. I think it's time. I think uh, is is it time? What do you think, Rick? Is yeah, it time to smoke? It's time. Oh, all right, he's holding. Okay. It. He's ready. He's already right. holding his all hand. Right. All right. Okay, so so tell us about it first. Mm, obviously, mm, mm. I'm actually excited for this one because I've already tried it before, but I can't wait to announce it. So the deliciousness of the day. Deliciousness. Shit. <laughs> deliciousness is a um. This is a hybrid, but it's more of an indica dominant, and it's called gelato cake. I can only imagine it's between the crossing of gelato and wedding cake. Um, the percentage is 29% THC. Okay. So this will kick you in the back of the strong. throat and in your lungs. It's probably the back of your head all at the same probably, time. Probably not recommended smoking the entire joint. And no. Then go, and then go uh, to work, right? So Yeah, yeah just just enjoy. So I'm going to spark this wrong. Everybody got their uh, oh, yeah, yeah, got here, it. fellas. Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh. Oh yeah. Oh, that tastes good. So yeah. Oh my gosh. I haven't smoked a joint since the last time I we recorded. Really? And so like feeling <coughs> feeling this between my fingers, I'm like, oh yeah, there's that. That feeling. This is smooth though, man. Dude, it's a smooth uh like I said, I've had it. Maybe like a couple days prior to, it's smooth, and even though it is an indica dominant, so far, I have not felt the too tiredness of the indica. Yeah. But it does have you give it a little bit of relax, and I feel a little like happy after smoking this too. And it's like I said, it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm liking this. This is a pretty good joint. Oh yeah. All right, so going back to you, Rick. Okay, so you told us about the first time. So you said you've been an avid cannabis user, you know, since then. What is your preferred, um, what is your preferred, I don't want to say strain, like, not method. It's more of like, are you sativa, hybrid, indica? What, what is your preferred uh, deal? 
Um, I mean, I prefer indica. Okay. And the, and the feeling that you know I get when I, you know, s- smoke that specific type of, you know, genetics or whatever. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Not I mean, sativa, that. Sativas for me are like more of a, <clears throat> a uplifting one, and and indicas are more you know help me mellow out and relax a little bit better. Right. So for me, like I usually <coughs> smoke after work and use okay. it use it to come down from all the mental, you know, stuff dealing with all the stuff at work, and so yeah. you know you yeah. just want to forget about some of that. Yeah, that makes detail sense. and just chill out. You know, listen to some music or whatever. Hell yeah, yeah, hell yeah. You Sip know some what? whiskey. Oh fuck yeah! You know what's funny? I'm the same way. Um, this like I don't. I know that the people use cannabis for certain reasons, like, and I, I agree with you with your certain reason. Like after the day, this is my calm down. For yeah, some people, it might be alcohol. Yeah. For some people, it might be something else. Because I remember days my dad would come home. First thing he does, go to the refrigerator. He'll say hello to everybody. And let me like that twisted. He'll make sure he acknowledges everybody in the house. Goes to the refrigerator, grabs him a can of Budweiser, and he's sitting in front of the TV. Oh yeah. Now don't get me wrong. Like he's not one of those like people that just sits in front of the TV and then that's just it for the night. No. He's just in front of the TV just to relax yeah, for like that first thirty yeah. minutes to an hour. Things like, all right, cool. What do I need to get done in the house? And that's just that's just always been his thing. But it is a Budweiser, and yeah. um, but yeah, this is, yeah, it would be the like same with both of my parents. Really, I mean, like my mom, stay at home mom since I don't know. I'm the oldest. My my first sister um was born. Like my mom became a stay at home mom. But okay. either way, like. You know, the same with like she would usually like not usually, but a lot of times my parents would have like a beer with dinner, and it would be Miller Lite. And nowadays it's just so funny to think about, right? Like now, like I, I mean, I work at a place that doesn't serve either of those. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. Like we've no, we have two, That's two, right, two don't. options for bottled beers. We have Corona, and then we strangely <laughs> we have uh, Coors Banquet. And what's crazy is how yet. how frequently we actually sell those. Coors Banquet. Yeah. Champagne. Of the beer. champagne of beer. <laughs> Everybody knows it. Everybody knows it. And then so many times people will be like, "Wait, you have Coors Banquet? I gotta, I gotta have it. I got give me one of those." Like, really? Yeah. It's just it's so funny. But uh, but yeah, like same thing. Like there's always, and we don't know. You never know until like you are until you start working and you have like that end of job or maybe like you know student uh college everything like when you're really focused throughout yeah. the day and everything everybody needs that wind down period but then you become an, when you are an, an adult and you can like legally drink right and now thanks to california like legally smoke and everything like that right, it's right. like no matter what there's always that moment that you have to have when you're like oh man. right 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 i no, think I this that. particular strain that we are smoking right now that would be this would be a perfect wind down for right. sure. Fucking feeling that right yeah, for sure. Well, all right. Well, it will bring us to our first commercial break of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're hanging out with our good old buddy Rick. Uh, of course, smoking some good old nice greenery called gelato cake. If you have any questions, comments, or get, tell us about your experience with gelato cake, hit us up. We are uh, our Instagram is at K and M Radio. Our email is knmradio at gmail.com. Also, ooh, I meant to do this earlier. Shout out to our sponsor, Weedos. Um, some of the greatest edibles out there. You should check them out. They got there on Instagram as well. Uh, I think it's at, 
Weedos, something. I don't know. I'll get back to that. Anyway, Weedos, W E E T O S, K N M Radio. We'll come right back at you. I will. The cannabis market is exploding, as we all know, and along with the myriad types of flowers, oils, waxes, and tinctures, a common favorite method of ingesting cannabis is by way of an edible. Well, Matt and I have recently been introduced to Weedos. Bruh, deliciousness in <gasps> every part of that. And uh, just to keep going, offering multiple high-quality, pun intended, edibles and beverages, Weedos focuses on flavors we all know and love. They've got cereals, they got chips, they got gummies, popcorn bites, and they're expanding into juices and sodas. What? So, now, my personal favorite is the cinnamon, I mean, cannamon crunch. Yeah, it has cinnamon, it's like cinnamon toast crunch, but just so much better cereal for when I want to wake and bake without smoking. Now, if I'm feeling a little bit more adventurous, I got my comments, which are the red cinnamon flavored popcorn bites. Now, with about eight servings in every package, it's a great balance for getting your TAC and or CBD fix in a more agreeable way than smoking. Weedos. You know you want them. Eat responsibly. This product is for adults age 21 and up only. May cause drowsiness. This product may impair the ability to drive or operate machinery. Please keep out of reach of children and animals. Don't get your kids or your pets high, guys. God. <laughs> I think, wait, did you, did you hit it? I hit it. Oh, so we're back. Okay, hey guys. <laughs> it's me, Matt. <laughs> Yeah, it's control. <laughs> and you, you, we are joined with our friend Ray. Hey guys! Oh my it's a great, god! A great comeback. <laughs> feeling, feeling very confident about this episode. Oh my god! Dude. Put down some beats. Oh man! Okay, That's... okay, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Um, fucking yeah, man, uh, Rick. Shit. Hi, man. <laughs> I'm high. Yeah, I, I think we're uh, all it didn't even high. take long. Like that break wasn't even that long for us. That was right, a quick, that was a quick break. That was yeah. a quick break. We normally uh, take a little bit, but you know what? We're here. It's a that's a it is quick. That was a quick. Um, I mean, I didn't even smoke that much of it. I smoked right. I probably took like three, four hits tops. Uh, I mean, I'm yeah. not halfway through. I barely got through uh, any of that, and I feel yeah. fucking fan. Fantastic. Yo, uh, Rick with my good second here. Almost <laughs> at I got no a little mast. bit left. I'm good. I'm, feel, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Yeah. yeah I had to all tell right. them during their break, like, nah, dude, you ain't got to smoke the whole thing. Fuck that. Yeah. Save it. <laughs> Don't do it all. We've got, <laughs> do we've it got all. two breaks. Don't do it all. Really? Yeah. I know. Um, pace yourself, son. <laughs> but um, I, keep, I keep looking over at the. Uh, so, um, Rick, Rick has. Got a collection brought of some goodies. Yeah, he he brought some really cool. This is going to be an interesting. Uh, we're going to try to be as descriptive as possible, right? Um, uh, but he brought in uh, part of his uh, part of your co- collection of knives, right? Yeah, EDC. We'll call it EDC. 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 Okay, EDC, which stands for yep. it stands everyday for everyday carry. Okay, all right, cool. Everyday all right, so I'm carry. glad I knew that. Nice. Um, but honestly, like these, a lot of these. Are really cool, and it's it's actually it's not just a collection because like he's like oh yeah like knives like it's in a cool pelican chest pelican case chest too (laughs) pelican uh, case yeah I feel like a I thought you you brought in like a toolkit and I guess in a way you did but um, (laughs) I mean 
It's it's a lot of these are really really fascinating though because it's like uh, you know I mean for me I even grew up in in uh, Boy Scouts Eagle Scout right here uh-huh. and uh, nice. and so like I've I, I grew up you know handling usually like merit you know, badge with the uh, whittle whittling <laughs> <Sure>. well <laughs> <laughs> I don't I I can tell you I never actually took that one but I am I am always fascinated by watching whittling videos these days. Matt Whittle, uh, these are Matt these are Whittle, more Matt than Matt Whittle the pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> and he got his badge for I'd that. Be like, uh, you know, I got it. But ultimately, like, I was dealing with like uh, what, like Swiss Army knives, or I don't know what you call that. But it's like there's multiple tools. MacGyver, in there. I, I was a kid. Knives? I have no idea. Hell yeah! Growing up and watching MacGyver, he always carried a uh, <clears throat> Swiss Army knife. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so like that's that's ultimately what I kind of grew up with. These are these are different. These are very nice, very yeah, well some engineered. Some of these are a little high end. Uh, you know, the price range is uh, three to four digits, actually. Okay, okay, okay. I can show you the one uh, I have wrapped up here. This is. We'll just leave that. I I'll, felt I'll, that's a secret. Oh, okay. I felt I'll, like I'll there was yeah. I'm like he brought he brought one and one. I can see all of them. He's got but, blood but one on of it. them is 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 blanketed <laughs> in two, uh, yeah, two rows. I got it wrapped shrouded up, so in gingham. Can't see it. Okay, so this is this is my question, and I don't know if you answered it already. Right. What um what sparked the interest to collect knives? Um, well, for me, I guess it was more of like what stuff I carry with me you know so like when i go out of the house and during you know in the morning time and get get you know have like a wallet i mean here if you guys want to do we can do a pocket check <clears throat> i took I everything car. out of my pocket <laughs> not prepared <laughs> i have them on this like a uh, little hook so i can hook them onto my pants you know and yeah uh, in this case i have a little flashlight like a oh hell yeah oh shit black light style flashlight oh wow, yeah is, like 200 nanometers or whatever blue light uh, what? a, little, a little handy sanitizer oh, spray man. for the covid that's you know? a sanitizer yeah. spray yeah, so it, it has this little screw off top yeah and then a pump oh my oh, gosh like a little hand pump so you that is amazing square a couple so times yeah so this thing is this alcohol. thing is about. I mean, it's obviously it's not too big for brass, a keychain. It's yeah, uh, it's, it's like what an inch, it's inch made and out a half. Of brass like, and it's yeah, it's about you know brass. the size of a penny in diameter and yeah, you know it's got fluid and in, in, you know yeah. you can refill it. So you have a I have a little refill bottle at home. Yeah, hell yeah, uh, that's uh, uh, I got my wallet. Let's see, <clears throat> carry wallet, some chapstick, a little haptic coin. Chapstick is necessary. A haptic coin. Oh, is this one of those like spinner things? It's kind of like that. It's got a little um, bearing on the inside, and so it has this like sort of tension on it. Twist it. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. So got my COVID mask. I have a little cleaning cloth. A little titanium pen that's um, you know four inches long that you can use an emergency style like pen. Right. But does it write upside down? Uh, Sorry, know. I've been watching a lot of Seinfeld lately. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. it's a space. What do they call it? Fisher. Fisher. Fish, pen. Yeah. <laughs> right upside down. They write in space. Yeah, yeah hell they yeah. Right underwater, probably. That's uh, that's really cool though. Can I can I see the pen? Can I just like so push? You know, this is a okay ballpoint. Push, this also feels on. metal. Yeah, it's titanium. 
super titanium. light. You know, some of the wow, stuff. Wow, that is actually yeah. a really smooth clicking. If you're going to carry a lot of stuff in your pockets, you got to have light. You know, you want to go lightweight stuff. So Right, it's right. Cool. My, hands so, are, my hands are much smaller than yours, so this fits perfectly in my hand. <laughs> like, right. just as a writing utensil. Yeah. Right. So It's seem- small. I mean, it's got a little clip. I can clip it onto my pocket or carry it inside my pocket. Right. Uh, I also carry this pocket knife i usually always try to carry a pocket knife and in los angeles you know the the rules are pretty strict in a lot of um major cities you know you're not allowed to carry a folding pocket knife blade that's longer than three inches right oh so wow things i did not know yeah i didn't know that either so if you um you know conceal carry if you carry it inside your pocket and you know, they just don't want you to have what I guess what would be considered a weapon, or you know, you would use it to, you know, that longer the blade, something you know, that's visibly can, a yeah, threat. Exactly. Like this, this is ultimately serves a purpose. I think yeah. that when I called it a tool, a tool, like you know, I mean, you can break it out at the cafeteria, and usually these generally like this is a less than a three inch long blade. Yeah. So I mean, this generally it's got a curve at the front so it's not super pointy you know it doesn't look super stabby or yeah it kind of has the shape of like a like a dolphin the curve in the front here is actually like eagle's beak for, how about that no they call it a sheep's foot oh. sheep's foot okay okay but this, i like that you were talking about the curve earlier uh off the air but like yeah, the, this is the a, hand. Of yeah, the, the style of this knife is called a swayback. So it has a curve in the front, and then it curves the opposite direction as it comes back. Okay. And when you hold it in your hand like this, and you put downward pressure when you're going to make the cut, it forces the handle up and into your hand, and so you have a more positive grip. Oh, okay. When shit. you're holding onto the knife or whatever, you know. So, so if the, you're like cutting the a piece of, of the rope, handle like curves up into your hand yeah, slightly. The shape of the handle itself is sort of designed to have this sort of a taper or sweep. Okay. So it fits in the hand. Very that is interesting. So and anyway, it's, it's light. I mean, it's that. Yeah, the, this one is uh, got a, a G10 handles. A G10 is like a type of a plastic and a metal liners so you right, can right. you can squeeze it this direction and you know it's pretty pretty rigid won't won't bend won't, won't flex yeah it won't flex very much yeah this one has a deep carry clip so when you put it in your pocket you know the material goes all the way up here to the top it's very little is exposed oh yeah so it looks like it could almost be a pen <laughs> yeah or... when you carry it in your pocket you know if, if some of it sticks out like that you know it's easy to see that you're carrying something but if it's down like that then it's Ah, they can't tell. That makes sure sense. It's tucked in, you know. It's so not the a big top. Deal. If it's, the top of the clip is like yeah, right the top of the where, clip is where it would you can hang see from the from pocket. Your pants pocket. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you re- wow, you really can't see anything. Like you just no. see the clip, and that's it. Yeah. And is that? I mean, like, is that it, is know. that more of like a design choice? Like, do you just do you just prefer that, or is there a reason behind it? Again, I mean, for you know, keeping it out of the public view, or just be keeping it being discreet about it, where it's yeah. not super visible. You know, you go into a restaurant and somebody will complain if they see you have a buck knife, you know, on your oh, belt, right. on, your, on your belt <laughs> yeah. or whatever. You know, hey, why did right, why did right. Bowie just walk in here? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> or Bowie? Yeah, oh, Bowie. Yeah, Bowie. you're gonna carve so close. We're, uh, we're eating, we're eating venison in the back. I'm gonna carve it up right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I'm gonna have a snack first. <laughs> right, right. 
Mm -hmm. So anyways, a lot of these knives that I brought to show off are, they're, they're a little bit, some of them are a little bit longer than three inches. And so, you know, again, you shouldn't be not really technically supposed to have them on your person out in public, you know? Right. Yeah. That makes sense. If you were to get rolled up, I would suppose you would have a misdemeanor. Mm -hmm. You'd get considered a misdemeanor. Do you have a favorite one? Um, well, I have a lot of favorites, but um, but for Spider- different reasons. Yeah, right? Spiderco. Um, there's a bunch of American, you know, manufacturers. Um, the 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 big three, you know, are Spiderco, Benchmade, and Protec. Okay. Spiderco is heard in Glen. Yeah, Spiderco is made in Colorado. Okay. <clears throat> Um, Benchmade in Oregon and ProTech is in California. It's actually, you know, nearby in Southern California here. Oh, shit. Oh, cool. Los An- yeah, they're in Los Angeles. That's cool. So um, I went to a show just recently down in Anaheim, the California uh, Custom Knife Show. Oh, okay. cool. Okay. <clears throat> so it was going on over the weekend and, you know, a lot of these um, um, smaller knife maker, custom knife makers, but smaller um, people, not these big brand name ones they they show they all have a table and you know they show off their different stuff so hell yeah <clears throat> I, I i don't think spider co had a table or i don't remember seeing them there this time oh okay they have blade show west you know a lot of these like california custom night shows a smaller show okay so they were in the uh, hotel you know the convention center hotel some of them are in um you know bigger venues and oh one, sure one of them is called blade show west and they have an east coast show and a west coast show and you know these are usually where they have all the major manufacturers show up. those are the largest right, show, right. show off okay. all their new stuff you know 2021 models and you know all the new goodies and stuff like that and there's pretty good following the community for um people that are you know into edc knives and stuff like that it's a pretty big community and you know custom knife makers you know, these spider codes here, you know, a lot of people would consider them expensive. They're, you know, <clears throat> 250 or more dollars. Okay. Gen- generally, you don't, you know, I would consider you would that get, expensive. Right yeah. Now. Right. <laughs> right. I don't but, think you're going to be cutting Amazon boxes <laughs> open with that one. You well, know? No. But, but you know what? You can, and you can do it like butter. <laughs> butter. <laughs> That's true. Better than any kitchen. I knife. bet that's, so, yeah, yeah. I bet that's one of those like, well, I mean, like, I got a, uh, Let's see. I'm a, I'm a part of a subscription uh, group that that is mostly I, uh, geared towards men. I don't want to say the name oh, okay. uh, of it because I don't, you know, we're spoken. I don't want to look into fine. this, That's but fine. I I, uh, I love it. And one of the things that they'll you know they'll package these certain boxes together, and obviously you select which box you want, and then you get it. Like I just got some uh, a carving fork and knife for a turkey this month and it's right. like great how perfect because i didn't have one of those before right and right we're making a turkey so it's like all right that'll be good um one of them was a i believe it's called an op- openel it's like a it's a french uh, i'm probably yeah, not saying Openel's. it right okay openel is a pretty famous um you know manufacturer they've been in business for quite a long time yeah they <clears throat> their designs are very um, simple or minimalistic, yeah. you know. It is very. A, it, it's kind of locking mechanism twist, that I've never yeah, seen like before. A clock, yeah, the twist twists like a clock, and there's a key in the metal, and when it lines up correctly, the blade is allowed to open and close. And when you twist it uh, just um, half of a turn more, then it's you know basically um, locked in place. Yeah, 
it's awesome. I mean, it's a, I really like it a lot, but, um, but that you're right. I think you, you, you hit the nail on the head, obviously, because you know what you're talking about and I don't, and I'm learning, <laughs> but, wooden um, handle, but it's, 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 it's very like a simple. It's handle. a very simple. Yeah. Knife. They have, yeah. they have like 30 models. Um, and, um, open L's are known with a number basically. And I think the number corresponds to how long the steel, the blade is. Mm -hmm. So you can go from ones that are one inch long, you know, up to ones that are. Yeah. They have some like 10 or 12 inches huge long. ones. Yeah. There's a, at, um, at, <laughs> well, I know of a <laughs> French store slash restaurant that like sells these. They have them like a, a big, beautiful, case of them and I, I just remember like when i got this knife i was like oh this is so cool like i really love it i like the i'm thinking about it like i like you know i'm not really a wine drinker but at the same time when i go to a fancy restaurant and they describe the bouquet of blah, 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 i'm like yeah that sounds delicious <laughs> and somehow it does taste better right like it's like okay like i'm no expert or anything but i'm like this feels good and sturdy and like when i go camping again i'm definitely taking this with me because it's all so small Right. But it's round. It's a completely different shape. It doesn't it doesn't lay like flat in your pocket like like a lot of these knives. All of these knives have a very flat profile. <clears throat> yeah. Um, that open L's are definitely round shaped. They're um wooden handles a lot of times too. So Yeah, it came with a with a strap as well to like, you know, hook it on like through a belt and stuff like that. But it's uh I yeah. So it's like I I, th I definitely think of it as like a camping knife, not like yeah. an everyday. The carry. steel um, generally open nails are, um, you know, priced affordable, and and one of the reasons is because they use you know I think like four forty C steel, which is not it's you know not like an exotic or a premium type ultra premium type right okay steel. so let's that's actually one thing that um that you were talking about earlier that i would love to get into now is uh it you know i um i know that in in terms of edc is there are there are there multiple factors that you think of when you are um when you're in the process of purchasing another knife or when you're in the process of just like Picking it up like it's a watch and just being like, which one am I going to wear today? <laughs> like, is there, a, there's a process, right? Like there's, um, like I mean, yeah. So like for me, I guess I wrote down these, uh, some notes here, but I think, you know, there's basically seven things that I personally, you know, try to, you know, or what you should, I, you know, maybe ask yourself, like, what am I going to use it for? Okay. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. cutting up Amazon boxes, or you know, if you worked at a job where you know you had to um, use, you know, like cut straps or something, you know, like on, you know, like a retail job or something where you always having to, yeah, pick okay. stuff out of boxes yeah. or you know, basically use a knife like for utility. A utility. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, versus like <clears throat> versus what? Like what else? What other? Um, like, I mean, I uh, guess food obviously, prep, like, like if you okay. wanted to use it to, you know, chop veggies in the kitchen or whatever, you know. So, oh, yeah. Okay. They do make kitchenware as well. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, quality of the of the company that makes that that it's made. So again, so you know, yeah, you said some, the top three bench bench made benchmark. Well, for the American made ones. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I get you. You know. Um, you know, n another thing would be steel, the weight okay. of, the, of the knife. Steel. 
you know, steel the quality, is like the quality the of the steel, yeah, and the then obviously steel, weight the is like, yeah, the quality yeah. basically. Man, I'm high, and I'm sorry that I'm like making you explain everything, but I. <laughs> Uh, I, ain't, <laughs> I ain't paying attention to shit since y'all started so talking. No. Are you kidding me? Come on. Oh, I gotta give you one here. Uh, all right, so let me show you one. For example, this one is a is a called a Protect Malibu. Okay. So again, this is a local company. I would assume Malibu is probably named after this. This you know, the uh, Malibu. I imagine. Uh, it's a flipper, so it has a little tab that sticks out on the back. And then it's uh, what's called a push button. So it's manual. Some push buttons, you push a button and the blade flings out. You know, it's backed right. by a spring. It's automatic. But this right. one, you have to manually. And the way you do that is is you flip it. So it's like a light switch. Oh, yeah. shit. So this is a Warncliffe style shape blade. So when it has It's this, got that angle, the, the sharp angle. It's not, it's not, a, it's it not a smooth a curve. Yeah. yeah. It has a tip, but the... The top of the blade um, tapers down in order to meet the tip right here. Yeah, has a pretty decent amount of belly. You know, yeah, there's some the, curve. The there's some curve in the actual blade itself. Sort of, yeah, a little bit of a curve. Right. There's so, that. yeah. Um, you know, this one's a little bit longer than three inches. I think it's about three and a quarter. Um, but if you want to unlock it, you push the button, and then gravity just. Oh, and that's so smooth. It just. It just. So it has bearings in there that basically in between the blade steel and the handle right is just a couple of mountain ball bearings so it's very fidgety it drops it drops shut when you say fidgety yeah you, you mean what you're hearing yeah, right now is I'm him just, just opening and closing opening it because and closing it's it very fast like that i mean right. compared to one of these other ones that you have to do it more slowly or whatever right i mean this is like the like if you got a fidget problem or whatever, this is uh, solve all your little fidget problems, right? Huh? Oh. No, no, is that? Yeah, you got it. Oh, there, there it is. is. That's crazy, dude. How how heavy is? How does that? It's how heavy does light. that feel? It I is? mean, it has a little weight on it, but what's, it's what's the like handle? That, what's the uh, uh, handle's aluminum? So the total weight oh, okay. of that knife is probably about three three ounces ounce three ounces maybe yeah that's oh wow yeah that is super light that i like the really I, i'm gonna light, do this man. for like any asmr people but like i don't know <laughs> if you can hear that but it it feels it it's interesting because it looks incredibly smooth right but it actually when you have it in your hands you can actually feel some friction that like helps you grip it so like i feel like even if this was wet it wouldn't really like slip out of yeah. your hand you wouldn't like <laughs> You know, you wouldn't pull a mat and just randomly hurt yourself. Right. Um, that's yeah, that's, that's very insane. easy. So when this knife came out earlier this year, this this knife was so popular that um, you know they obviously Protec. You know they manufacture it in California, and so they do batches. You know, and these batches are like maybe two hundred knives or whatever. And okay. they'll announce on their website. Um, at 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on November 23rd, we're going to drop a bunch of Malibus, um, first come, first serve. And, um, and do they do they ever remake them in another batch and then do the same thing for the yeah. same model? Yeah. So, like, for example, on the top of this blade up here, um, they wrote the number. So it says Protec PR, which stands for production run. And I got number 299. So All right. I don't know. Maybe if they were a thousand, the first batch. Okay, I've got a, I've got an annoying question to ask you that just 
pooped into my head. What's that? Um, does it? It would it would kind of bug. I would be like, oh man, that's awesome. Two ninety nine out of a limited release. That's great. But at the same time, I so wish it was three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> right. But two ninety nine in this case is actually better. <laughs> right. I mean, some people like if you buy. Um, so what I was gonna say is when they drop when these drop happens, you know, usually people gobble them up in, um, you know, thirty minutes. It only takes them. Wow. In some cases, right. they're instantly gone. So, like, I've gone to some of the lower, um, you know, uh, not as reputable places. They have different types of drops and not as many quantity-wise items oh, sure. or whatever. And I've actually had one in the shopping cart while I was typing in the information to pay. And by the time I clicked pay, it somebody at our like the the, oh, the, the demand was so first. fast oh, that somebody actually no. took it out of the shopping cart while i was processing the payment to go through and damn so I, I hey, lost, did you create an account with that with that site though so that now you don't have to do that you could just be like yes yeah, that card yeah, go right. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you, that would amazon. be so frustrating <laughs> oh, wait what were you gonna say i'm sorry i just say fuck you amazon <laughs> Well, and it's it probably wasn't from Amazon. No, it's not, not even like, close. Probably their website. Yeah. yeah, like a direct. This does sound like a niche uh, it's sort of thing. Like, but, but it's interesting. I mean, like, do they have? Do they do pop ups uh, physically as well? I mean, I'm sure they did, obviously, before COVID. But like nowadays, I feel like if they if the you know web system web service that they're using is fast enough, then they can honestly usually just do it through their own site and. I mean, some of the custom manufacturers that only make, you know, like five at a time or they're, they're basically all built by hand. So they'll have, they'll open their books and they'll be like, okay, we'll have a lottery. Cause again, there'll be thousands of people wanting to get one of their knives and there's a limited right. number. And so they'll be like, okay, we're going to have a lottery oh. show, show up mm -hmm. at this time, put your name in and we will we'll draw random we winners. It. And then once the pick winners are picked, then they close the books, and then six months later, you get to pay, you know, eight hundred and fifty dollars for a custom, you know, um, wow, Brian, Brian, Brian of, Brown, like, Brian Brown knife, for example. One of five, or exactly. maybe really one of a kind. I'm right, sure, some of them are of one offs. They'll never have that one over again. But yeah, a lot of them make a popular design, and they continue to keep making that model over and over and over again. They'll do different handle materials or different blade steels or they'll mix it up but it'll basically be the same shape and design as the other ones that were made in the past okay during different production runs or whatever okay okay and right. like i said some people have their you know a small knife manufacturer but they sell 50 knives a year and that's their whole entire you know job for that's all they need. But, but I mean, obviously, there's a lot of labor. There's a lot of design. There's a lot of love and everything that goes into that first. And it's like... Yeah, the materials are so top-notch. It's, it's great yeah, that it winds up lucrative. But at the yeah. same time, there's there's probably so much... It, honestly, like, it's interesting to think about the... the oh, shoot. What am I saying? The design of these. Because there, it's obvious that a lot of math... A lot of math went into these designs. It's not like they, they were just, they just like drew a curved line and were like, that's my knife. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a like, lot of, a lot of these guys, I'm sure use 3D um, CAD software and, you know. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Models, 3D model. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Well, when you're, when the, you're talking about. Send the plans to the machine shop and they, they make prototypes and, yeah. you know, um, work it out all, all the bugs. And, you know, once they have it um, working prototypes and they mass produce that. Shit. 
Well, hold on. On that note, we're going to come back to this. Okay. <laughs> See, we just fried. But I've got uh, a billion more questions. Me too. <laughs> anyway, we'll be right back. K&M Radio, hanging out with our good old buddy Rick. And uh, we'll holla at you. Hey, Control. Hey, what's up, man? What time is it? Oh, let me look at the microwave. Uh, oh, it's uh, it's four twenty. Okay, <laughs> we're back, <laughs> and uh, Control just gr- just wonderfully handed us a bag. Of dum dums, mm-hmm. and it's just so funny to leftover Halloween it, candy. But he just walked up and was like, "Anybody want a dum dum?" <laughs> it's like <laughs> obviously, <laughs> and uh, I mean, I picked a good one. What did, mm-hmm. Okay, so oh, that's butterscotch. Oh my god, you got some great flavors in here. Holy crap! Yeah. You're not fucking around, Hell as no. they say. I got sour apple, one of my favorites. For oh, sure. this is the mystery one. Ooh. Mystery ones I, always I'm gonna just be go with the mystery. mystery one, but I want to see what other ones they have. <laughs> Raspberry. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. All right. I'm going mystery. Okay. I got this blue one. So thank you. Thank I got you this blue that. color one. It's gonna make my tongue <laughs> oh, look like yeah. a smurf. Oh, maybe that's good. Maybe that's oh, good yeah. that I, I I got a pink pinkish one. That'll match my tongue. That'll be fine. <laughs> You're going to call me Papa Smurf here in a minute, huh? But we were... uh, (laughs) Okay, so so welcome back, everybody. Uh, You're listening to K&M Radio. It's me, Matt. Yo, it's Control. And our friend Rick. And... uh, and it pretty much everything that Rick has been saying to is is wildly fascinating to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I do. I do have several questions uh, about... About these knives, but also about, like, EDC in general... Obviously, we have a limited amount of time. Sure. <laughs> so go ahead. We're gonna let's. First of all, I want you to. I want you to talk about the. Um, the I'm. I'm sorry about this, but it's like a poker chip thing that you have. Oh. Um, yeah. So uh, one of the things I carried today was <clears throat> a recent uh, um, procurement that I have. So the company is called Monkey Edge, and they make these po- po- poker chips. Because this one is a special uh, frag pattern that they did. So it's basically like uh, World War II style grenade. And, you know, they had those. Uh, oh, those, like, oh, yeah. The, okay. The square, you know, how the, yeah. the, the pineapple. The square, but then like. The shape of the grenade. The but they had the, it. The, the, the square uh, cutout yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So that frag pattern is a very popular design. A lot of guys in the EDC community like to make the knife handles um, what they call frag pattern. Okay, okay. So oh, yeah. and you Rather than have a smooth um, titanium handle scale, they, they put a, a frag pattern on there, and it helps, you know, aids in the grip, I guess. Yeah, okay. yeah that makes a lot of sense. Or, um, okay. So, <clears throat> anyways, I got one of these titanium chips, and it's got a picture of, uh, like, a curious George-looking monkey on the front, and then on the back is this, this frag the pattern. The frag pattern, okay. Let's see. And that's take a look at that. it's what oh, what kind yeah. of metal it's um, uh, titanium, oh, right? Titanium. So it's super lightweight. And you know, this monkey design is awesome. Oh, nice! No more, right? Put this on a t-shirt. Oh, I can't wait to see. It. Oh, my so it's a, well, it, it's funny because it's like it's shiny. It's it right. It has kind of like a 
well, like a gunmetal color, like a grayness to it. Yeah. It looks, it looked a lot heavier than it actually feels uh-huh. right now. Like I can't. Right. So there's that. a company, uh, there's a, a Russian knife manufacturer called Shirogorov, and they make a very high end, um, ultra high quality uh, pocket knives. Are um, probably considered, um, you know, number one or number two of of elite. Oh, high like end best. Pocket, of yeah, the these best. are yeah, these are uh, manufactured. They're not um, what they would call like a mid tech. So they're a mass production knife where they make more than just five in a year or whatever. But they're of qu- the machining quality is so good that um, you know they have very expensive pricing. Basically, oh yeah, that makes oh, sense. Wow. That makes sense. So, but for good reason. Okay, yeah. so is this so this this pocket knife that I brought out and I just this is ra- the mystery I, I, knife I, I, by I the way. The one... out of its out of its uh, covering here is a is a Russian knife called the Shirogorov, and this knife is called the Neon, and the company Monkey Edge added the <clears throat> frag pattern texture. Which is oh, on the back of that oh, that chip shit. thing. So, oh, so okay. So let me ask you this: When you bought this, what, did that did that come in a set? Uh, no, they came out separately. So about a month ago, the chip came out, and I was able to get that drop. Mm. And then uh, mm. just about two weeks ago, the knife dropped. All right. So I was wow. So this that. is like wait two weeks ago. Just two weeks, so it's literally. So this like, is I've like your newest. New. This is your most recent purchase. Yeah, this yeah. this this knife right here is the newest in my collection. So, anyways, it's a flipper. Again, it's um. It's, oh, it's so smooth. Yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. Can you can you do that flick in front of the mic? I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I, I can create the it with, the, it. with a, an, an unpracticed hand. All right, so there is a shot. Okay, all right. I'm not so gonna talk. So no, yeah. you're fine. Ooh, Man. We got that one. I mean, it's just uh, this like such a resounding snap. Like right. it just sounds reliable. Yeah. It looks like it'll cut through anything. Yeah. Yeah. But again, it like it it definitely looks like aerodynamic. It's Can you pass me that bag of dum dums? Uh yeah. <laughs> you already get through yours, dum dum? Hell yeah. Like this. So yeah, the um, the blade steel is M390, which is um, very high end, very ultra premium blade steel. Um, it's known for holding an edge. Uh, it's corrosion resistance. Um, it's fairly tough, not quite as tough as other steels, but it holds an edge very long. Okay. It's got a, a stone washed finish on the knife blade so it's not a mirror polish it's, right yeah it's kind, it's of, kind um, of a it's, it's kind of like a what matte. they call stone yeah stone finish um m390 it's on bearings so when you push that frame over and and uh drop it just past now just just give it a little wiggle not even with your finger just a little wiggle <gasps> oh i did it wrong hold on so the the multi-row bearings, it's, it's what's called a multi-row bearing uh, pivot system. And so that's why it, it the blade basically oh. f- falls shut like that. You know, you don't that's even cool. need to, you know, you just wiggle it a little bit and it just falls shut. It's, again, it's also very light. Yeah, titanium. I think this one lays actually less than three ounces, like 2.8 ounces. 
and it's got a machine, the titanium machine pocket clip. You can see the back end detail where the lanyard, that lanyard, uh, if you wanted to put a, yeah, a yeah, you can hang there. it off of that, yeah. And um, but and I noticed this one though, it's not the clip itself would leave a little bit showing over. Yeah, that the, one's uh, not a super deep carry clip like the other one I showed you. So yeah. that one has a little bit exposed out of your pocket. But that is uh, that's really cool. You got it. There you go. Um, Handoff. Yeah. So, so in terms of steel, M, you said this is M380, right? Uh, M390. 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 Myself. So um, basically, you know, steel has been, uh, <laughs> you know, evolving like everything else. And uh, the, the 21st century steels, um, you know, some like NASA developed one steel to be used in ball bearings that are used in space because it's corrosion resistance is, okay. is okay. very high. And so mm -hmm. basically when you're talking about um, pocket knives, the steel has um, three basic categories, uh, toughness, edge retention and corrosion resistance. And that's and so that has three things and they're all, yeah. how do they, when you, when you design the steel, you know, um, you know, from, from chemistry class on the periodic chart, you know, carbon and <clears throat> chromium and, and different metals that are on the periodic chart, uh, they, 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 like they mix them together. And, yeah. You know, beryllium or, or, um, you know, um, in this case, titanium or anything, tungsten or tungsten, even, okay. you know, some of these more exotic materials, molybdenum and niobium and, you know, oh, obviously niobium. I mean, right, so I when you that. add these, when you add these into the uh, ingot in different concentrations, you know, when they smelt the the metal ingot into a knife steel, you know, it has these different characteristics and and that that but that is broken down to what you were just saying the the uh, toughness, yeah, um, yeah, corrosion, by, right? Corrosion resistance is resistance. basically by uh, adding or subtracting chromium. And if you if you have a knife steel that has twelve, I think twelve to fourteen percent of the um, total concentration is chromium, right? Then it has um, a high resistance. So like you can take the steel um, and put it in salt water, and when you take it out, um, you know there won't be any rust spots on it because. The carbon, you know, what rust is a combination of oxygen and the carbon, and so the the you know the color changes on the steel, and it looks like the cosmetic appearance makes it look bad. Yeah, that's just the um, you know oxidation of those carbon atoms. But when you when you combine them with chromium, then they can't right. they can't combine with the oxygen in order to oxidize and create the rust. And so <laughs> you know the chemistry basically or minimizes the ability of it to get rust. And so, um, you know, if you're in a marine environment, like you're a fisherman and you're always gutting fish and, you know, using this knife in a saltwatery environment, you know, you don't want it to ever rust. And so right. they, they make these high, high chromium um, blended steels that, you know, will basically you can leave it in a pool puddle or a bucket of, of salt water. And when you take it out after a week, the steel still looks pristine, wow. shiny, so silver of it like that. Yeah, right. And like that makes so much sense for um. You had mentioned razor, like razor, like uh, <laughs> razors, yeah, like razor right, blades to your shave your face, face or legs Bic, or anything. Big razors. Body, like, <clears throat> yeah. So there's a steel called Sandvik steel. 
It's called 14C28N. The numbers and the letters mean the the percentages of the elements. So okay. Fourteen percent carbon. Okay. I think it's two point eight nitrogen. Okay. Fourteen C twenty eight N. So the C is carbon, the N is nitrogen. Oh, and yeah. I think the okay. numbers mean the percentages of the mixture. But uh Sandvik steel was developed for use in uh men's razor blades because um it has uh high corrosion resistance. It has pretty good toughness, but it doesn't hold an edge, you know, as high as some of these other ones, and so that's why you have to always constantly throw them out. But right, right. the razor, when you you when you cut your face or shave your face and then rinse it off under the water and then put the razor blade back in the medicine cabinet, you know, after two days, this the razor blades aren't all rusty. When you pick up the yeah. razor again the next day or two days later, the steel razor blades are still silver shiny color, you know, and right. that's, yeah. that's yeah. because <clears throat> that Sandvik steel is a higher constant or the, um, the corrosion resistance was taken, you know, they wanted to create that steel with a higher corrosion resistance. And so they purposely, you know, blended the, um, elements in order to have that advantage. Wow. Being, you know, high corrosion. Wow. So okay. Really so start looking at numbers every time I go knife shopping. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. So in that, okay. So obviously, actually, Contrell, thank you for that because that reminds me of another question that I wanted to ask. Uh-huh. In terms of it, noobs like Contrell and I, um, if we like go into a store and they have a collect, like any, any, whatever, anybody that's selling like nice knives and stuff, any range of knives, what is like the worst type of steel? Like, this is what you essentially want to avoid. If you're looking for an EDC knife. Well, I mean, most of the EDC knives and, um, you know, the American branded ones are generally more expensive just because you have to pay for the the quality made in the USA. Seal. And Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, quality to me, um, generally, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily mean like made in a certain spot or by a certain country or whatever. So, oh, right. Like no, Chinese. I, I mean, like, the, the one that you just showed us was a, it was a Russian. Made yeah, knife, Russian. Right? Like, so it's like, it's not limited to. I mean, I have some in here that are from a company called Tucson that's manufactured in China and they're, they're inexpensive price, but they're very high quality. Oh um, yeah. I mean, this, this one right here is a Tucson that's, uh, Got my Carta handle and carbon fiber up here in the bolsters. This is M390 steel right here. Jeez. All right. Yeah. So that's a high-end knife steel that came from a Chinese manufacturing company that this one here cost me about $100. 120 maybe 150 dollars wow. but if i would have bought and uh, the the good thing about this company is they um sell them on ebay mm. so you can win in an auction so oh you, what right. i paid for this knife doesn't necessarily mean what you're going to pay for this right knife. that's so, a good point that's a good point um but anyways um <clears throat> you know these these two sons are awesome edcs and you know they use um m390 and they use 14c28 and there's another uh steel called uh, s35vn a lot of knife companies um use that okay what is what is the best in your opinion like what's what's the best i mean i know obviously there's three factors to think of in terms yeah. of steel m390 like, is a high one there's another called 20cv that's a very 20cv, <clears throat> 20CV is a hyper you know hyper exotic alloy you know that one is very good um 
are are most of these are any of them ever colored like i uh i remember you talking about a uh we we didn't get the 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 luxury or pleasure of seeing it today but um the darth vader knife that you were talking about you said it has a black blade so like i know that you have another one in here that does have a black blade but like some of them have coating so you know um it's called pvd like Cerakote, have, if you're into um, firearms, um, you know, you can have a, a firearm uh, coated and they, they put up, it's like not paint, but it's a, it's a process where they, you know, molecularly add the, oh, the, they the like color, you know, and or... <clears throat> well, for metal, it's, it's more like, you know, um, powder, you know, like, have you ever, like, if you ever have like a, a bumper or something on your car, you know, sometimes they powder coat that powder. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, powder God, coating God, is, God. A, yeah, it has is a sort of like a paint appearance on the outside. It can still chip, but it adheres it, it better to metal surfaces, yeah. mm. you know, paint. Got and it. so Cerakote is also a, a process that they add. And in this case, um, these knife blades are PVD. So it stands okay. for, uh, phase vapor deposition oh wow it's just i would have thought that i would get yeah as a chemical i would get anything from that (laughs) it's basically the uh you know you have to have a uh, in order for the in order for the um spray i think it comes out in an atomized type of a spray in order for it to adhere to the metal you have to have a positive and a negative um charge to it so you know it's it's a lot like a like a battery so you know it adheres to the uh, knife is that i mean is that plating is that what that is plating i mean basically titanium you can anodize titanium like um you could do this in in the kitchen for example i've seen youtube videos so this blue color on this titanium handle Uh it's it's been anodized and so what you can take this natural titanium's natural color is gray like this okay and it's like a like a darker gray actually right you can turn it into a various different colors. Um, you have to have a, a, a basic fluid like um, baking soda and water. And you take the titanium, you have a voltage source. Okay. And you have two metal probes that you uh, stick on the titanium. You put it in this fluid and then you dial up the voltage. And a certain color is a, so titanium anodizes... The vo- when you increase the voltage, it, it goes into a color range, and so like if you wow. wanted if you wanted green anodized color, you would go to ninety volts. Okay. And the and the probes in this water solution, the water is the negative it just side. Reacts. And the, right, and the and the, the 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 device that's creating the voltage um, is right. the positive side of that, and the metal undergoes this chemical change, and it changes the color. Wow. Fucking science. Yeah, that is amazing. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I can picture exactly what you just said. And truthfully, I do. I want to see it on like, I want to watch it on the TV. I'm sure there are thousands of videos. You just said you've seen it on YouTube. So let me ask you this. Like, do you like blue? (laughs) Does that mean that it it had a lot of voltage probably or it starts in cooler colors and goes Um, hotter? I imagine. we don't have the computer in front of us now, but you can we can Google titanium anodization chart and oh, it'll okay. show you the color range like starting from it I believe it does mimic, you know, like your your rainbow color or whatever. Yeah. So it starts off in the yellows and goes to the okay. greens and the blues. And I think the greens and the blues and the purples are the higher voltages and higher. The okay. Yellows okay. and the um pinks and stuff are 
um, lower voltages. <clears throat> and I've seen. Crazy, I mean, like dude. this. This is just so fascinating. I, I have to talk to you about this more. But yeah, the the I, can't I think we successfully uh you know got you guys down the rabbit hole yeah well and thank you oh, for that the mystery, rabbit hole the, the mystery so knife right as well now. oh my goodness that was um, that was really nice that was really nice to like pre-plan a mystery knife and dude, it was his newest one it's the one that he literally just got just got it um well this has been wildly fascinating man thank Fuck you yeah, dude. so much there's thank a lot you of for sharing your yeah, stories i mean us. instagram is a great place to um see other people's knives collections i mean i i've, I've shown you this case right here with i think 19 or 20 knives in it and i'm you know they're various prices most of these are in the 300 dollars range but okay. I, I mean some people on youtube will show you a knife collection that's uh twenty five thousand dollars wow Wait, so let me ask you this so with with the knife collection does it appreciate in value or does it kind of like stay the same or does it deep um well i mean down? yeah some of these it's like you know an artist and a painting right so if van gogh is a very famous artist i mean there's very famous knife makers that everybody wants to get one of their knives you know a lot of it a lot of it is is hype you know the you know the instagram hype and all the rest of it so there is this sort of fear of missing out but there's old time there's old time knife makers that are that aren't alive anymore that made knives in the 1960s that you can go and they're still charging um I mean, these are custom knives. There's a very famous guy that lived in Southern California, for example. His name is uh, Robert Loveless. He, he's, he's not uh, alive anymore, but um, if you try to find a Robert Loveless knife, he used to make fixed blades, you know, basically um, oh. bushcraft style for guys that like to go out and skin a deer or shoot a deer and skin a deer. So he right, made these right. knives that were generally geared for outdoorsman type dudes. Yeah. But um, I've seen uh, Robert Loveless fixed blade knives go for five thousand dollars on on, wow. auction, on auction and these knives are 40 years old right i mean wow and they're nothing i like the the steel is great being you know a couple what it is a couple like decades old but to compare to what the knife steels are now like m390 blows you know a lot of those steels they used in the 60s out of the water but still those right. knives will still go for thousands of dollars in au- yeah. an auction or well whatever. there's especially like with a limited Again, I mean, but people, yeah, but it's usually the uh, like a famous person, you know, so they, um, you know, if a lot of people like the designs and a lot of people buy them, then, you know, they get a a name and and people follow them. Like I said, they showcase their knives at knife shows. They make 15 of them a year, hand ground, hand, you know, all every piece part is made up, made from scratch, you know, materials that are sourced in the United States, for example. And, you know, they sell 10 of them at a knife show and they make $30,000. Jeez. Man. So, so there is, there is actually like also, I mean, like, well, I mean, I assumed this anyway, but there's also kind of an investment aspect to this, um, whether or not, I mean, like I have, I have multiple collections. The biggest collection that I have is of comic books and (laughs) when, and truthfully, like it, it started with a passion, but then it did end up like there were there are multiple purchases that I made that were straight yeah. up like I mean some oh, of these this is a limited release. Some of like, these are safe queens. I mean, I I didn't purchase them ever with the intent of cutting anything. And yeah, you know, for me, I just like the design and yeah, you appreciate it. Yeah. I mean, it's a it's it is these are works of art, man. I mean, these are 
These are really cool. They're first of all, they're non. I mean, any weapon, whatever. It, it has I mean, a I threatening aspect to it. These you could. These are non-threatening, and uh, and they seem like. I mean, I have if these ones too are just kind of to get the ball rolling with our first. You know, podcasts here. But <laughs> yeah, yeah it's definitely going to have to be a series I'll, of these. I'll, if you want, I'll, the next ones I can bring are, uh, but if you want to see a butterfly knife or, you know, you want to see a fixed blade, I have, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think. Six or seven inch long fixed blades that I'm, are. I'm really fascinated like deer, in that. Like a, like a deer hunting, you know, style or whatever. Right. Um, Tanto style blades. You ever, you know, like Jap you know, into Japanese movies, you know, the, <clears throat> the old samurai style knives you know they call that a tanto, yeah. tanto. uh-huh i have a bunch of fixed blades that look like ninja knives. little katana style you know samurai right yeah oh yeah Dude, I have a couple of autos awesome. you know automatics where you push the button and the blade shoots out automatic you know out the, right. out the front like you know uh what do you call it? really like a i've only seen those in fucking call yeah, of duty <laughs> like <a> stiletto movie <laughs> or those wow. ones are illegal in California. They're illegal in a lot of different jurisdictions. You can't. Well, I hope we're not getting you in trouble or anything. No, we do intend well, to post this, but like at the you, same time, it's a collector's yeah, item, right? Like it's yeah. never. I mean, it's it's there's rules and regulations along with gun safety. I mean, if you keep it in a case and you're, you know, in the car or whatever, I don't think you're going to get much. Trouble right. Yeah. Right. When it's like, and if go it's, to the Bank yeah. of America and you know pull it out and. Threaten, you know, give me your purse. <laughs> just yeah, like that, any, that, yeah, just that. like any weapon, you're going to have consequences. <laughs> yeah, right, you dummy. <laughs> right. Oh, I think that's really why the rule in, in California and Los Angeles exists for um, three inch, you know, long um, yeah. folding knife, you know, in your pocket. That way, three because inches there, is there is, is a utilization yeah, to these. Yeah, and that's that's more what it's you think of it more as a tool with a three inch blade as opposed yeah. to a weapon really right amazon but. prime membership huh? i'm a cardboard box king yeah <laughs> <laughs> well listen thank you so much rick for, right, yeah, for no problem. thanks for having me on your uh on your podcast oh today. yeah man of course yeah, look yeah. forward to next time um, oh, God. to all of our listeners uh, you heard us get real high <laughs> that yo was, i'm gonna tell I you right now got chatty Thankfully, <laughs> but, I'm gonna tell you right now. I know who to go to during the zombie apocalypse. I'm calling Rick up. Like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, oh my god, no doubt. I mean, if, as long as we still have cellular service, if not, we're gonna have to concoct some sort of Rick signal. Well, Right, I and, definitely uh, got one for every, I got one for each of us. You know. We'll, oh yeah, so we yeah. all won't be empty-handed. <laughs> Hell yeah! What's well, good to be on the uh, on the fighting side? Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you everybody uh, for listening. Yep. Like we've already revealed, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, so uh, you'll hear this. We're looking sometime forward after. to it. If you celebrate <laughs> American Thanksgiving, have a wonderful Thanksgiving. Yes. Uh, if you don't, have a wonderful day. Always. Uh, we love you all. Thank you for listening. Yes. It's me, Matt. Yo, it's Kentrell. And thanks again, Rick. Peace. Hell yeah! Hold on, wait, wait, wait. I gotta do this. Oh. Wait. Sponsor, Widows, boom. Um, Instagram, KM Radio, at KM Radio, email, KM Radio at gmail.com. Let us know what your experience with the, uh, with gelato cake. Gelato cake. Sorry, I got a mouthful oh, of dub dubs. Um, <laughs> and let us know if you've also had your own knife experience, like with Protex, Spider Co. What was the other one? Uh, Benchmade. 
Bench made. Yeah, or any if you collect some shit, let us know. Who the fuck knows? Anyway. Yeah, we're yeah. always fascinated, man. We want to learn always. more about you as well. Let us know. All right, folks. You have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.